Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Hi everyone, welcome back. And I am the bearer of great news. Only 19 sleeps to go before Christmas morning. Are you all ready? (laughs) It's a very busy time of year, isn't it? And I hope you're all doing absolutely fine. But according to the checklist online, right now we should have finished purchasing all of our presents. They should all be wrapped. Our lists should all be being ticked off. Bedrooms ready for our out-of-town guests should all be ready. New linen on there. And the only thing left to do is to give your house a good clean, mail your Christmas cards. Probably should be doing that this week. And uh, buy your live tree and decorate it. Finalise the menus, organise your turkey and ham and buy batteries for the kids' toys. Whoa, where are you on that list? Well, I am not quite that organized, but, you know, when it comes to decorating, I'm doing okay because I actually really love Christmas. And so I've been grazing my way through since the 1st of December and doing a little bit of uh, Christmas decorating here and there. So pottering around. 1st of December always marks the start of that for me. So I've just about finished. I'm recording this on the 6th of December and I think I've just got a few more tweaks to make and then I should be done. But for so many people, Christmas is a huge rush and the joy of it can so easily be overtaken by the endless list of things to do and that you haven't actually got around to doing yet. So to be honest, I'm actually having a better year than um, I usually do regarding organisation. Oftentimes I'm shopping at the last minute Um, But I've actually finished my Christmas shopping and I did that on the weekend and I found that I have done it a lot easier because I've actually planned ahead and I know exactly what I'm going to buy. Now, some of you might think, well, that's not rocket science. That's what I always do. Well, that's not the case for me. I find being organized for Christmas very tricky because... um, What I've found myself doing in the past is knowing that I've got very limited time. And so I race off to the shop at the first opportunity that I get to be able to do some shopping. And I find myself madly meandering around the shopping center, um, having a look at different things of, you know, what I might like to buy. And oftentimes I find myself just staring at an object for ages while I'm imagining and playing a, a bit of a rerun, not a rerun, what is it, like a pre-view of um, 
what it's going to look like when I give the person this gift. So I mentally give them the gift, see what their reaction is. Did they like it? Did they not? Would they, you know, would they like something a bit different? And I spend hours just pondering over one gift, which of course is a complete um, bad use of time. It's not a waste of time. I never see it's a waste of time, but it's not the best use of time. And so what I decided to do this time um, I decided to do some virtual Christmas shopping. So let me just explain myself because it really did work for me and I am really thrilled with the way it turned out because it only really took me two days to do my Christmas shopping, two afternoons really, which is a bit like eight hours. Okay, so this is what I actually did was, and I thought I would give you 10 steps to go from your virtual Christmas shopping to actually finishing your Christmas shopping, buying, absolute buying. Okay. So first of all, you must pour yourself a mug or a glass of your favorite beverage. I like, I normally would do this in the evening when I've got a lot more time. Sit down, pour myself a cup of coffee or Um, a milky drink or something that I find quite enjoyable in the evening. And I put myself in my comfiest seat. If it's evening time, put your pyjamas on, put your slippers on and get ready to write a list. And what I do is I write down the name of everyone that I want to buy for. And then starting with the first name on that list, I think about that person. So let's think about somebody that you know you're going to buy for. Put them in your head. Have you got them there? Okay. So what do they like to do? Just think about that he or she. What do they like to do? What makes them laugh? What are they passionate about? What's their favorite topic of conversation? If you got, if you went to have a chat with them, what would you usually end up talking about? What do they like to wear? What do you love about them? Those things should all start to generate a picture. Now, sometimes I do understand that some people are more difficult than others to buy for, and it really depends on how well you know the person. So if you're really struggling with any of those questions, it might be better to actually go and chat to somebody who knows them a little bit better, get an idea from them, ask them those questions about them. If it's a child, what do other children their age like to do? You know, I think of some of my grandchildren. Sometimes when I'm chatting to them, to them they tell me things, oh, I would love this. I babysat one of my little grandchildren on the weekend, um, a little girl who is about to turn four. And before we had finished for um, the babysitting, she had told me four gifts that she would love for her birthday because her birthday is very close to Christmas. And that was lovely. And so I'm writing a mental list when she's telling me all these things. So I found it very easy to think about what to buy for her. So that's really good. But if if they are tricky, because sometimes uh, what I've found in the past is I've got four girls and one boy and they're all grown up now. But when they were little, I found it easy to buy for the girls because they were always telling me all the things that they loved. But my little boy... um, you know, he was the minority really amongst the children in the household. And he wasn't, um, he, he loved to play and, uh, and be with his mates. 
but he didn't chatter as much as the girls did. So he was a bit trickier to buy for. And so I've always found little boys harder to buy for than girls. I think that's changed now because I've got quite a few male grandchildren. Um, But what I would do is I just found out what the guys that he mixed with, what they were doing, what he, you know, and I, I would ask him questions, you know, what, what's so-and-so doing or what are they getting for Christmas or stuff like that. And they, and then their eyes would light up about a certain thing that they really wanted. So that was a really good way of finding that out. So think about if, if they're not your children or they're not related, but you do like to buy a child a gift, then, you know, find out what other kids their age are into. And that can be really helpful. But also another thing that can be really good is lots of kids uh, get physical gifts, toys, whatever, you know, sometimes it's good to think of an experience that they would like to do instead of actually buying them a physical gift. So that's another idea as well, even if it's a a card to go somewhere or, you know, movie tickets, you know, things like that, things that they wouldn't normally get to do themselves, or you could actually take them on that um, outing as well. They don't necessarily have to go with their family. Um, If they're older, And if they're a female, one of the greatest uh, windows into finding out what a person wants is Pinterest. You know, I seem to talk about Pinterest a lot on this podcast. When I go back and listen, I, I mention it a fair bit. But I do actually use that quite a bit on my Um, family and friends who have got Pinterest accounts, when I'm going to buy them a gift, I have a look at all their Pinterest boards and see what they actually like. And you get a really good feel for what it is, what their style is, what, how they like to decorate their house, the things that they're really interested in. And you get a very good idea of some of the things that you can actually buy for them. And thankfully, some of them have specific boards made out for their husbands and their children. So you can even have a window into knowing what they would like to, that they think their their, um, family would like as well. So that's a really good way of having a look at, um, you know, what you could buy for somebody. But if, as I said before, if you can't answer those questions, then maybe you need to get some help and talk to those people that really know them. So you can see from that whole list that I just said there about, you know, who they are, what do they like, what makes them laugh, etc., that you might be spending a considerable amount of time on each person and some and to be able to think of a gift, and some people will be easier than others. But it's really important that you take the time so that you get an idea of the type of gift that they would like. Once you have that gift in mind, Google it. So this is fantastic. This is where the virtual Christmas shopping really comes in. Have a good look around and do some online window shopping. Check out where to buy that gift or that type of gift and what the cost is going to be. Now, if you've done this early enough, you can probably order all of those things online and never even hit the shops yourself. But if it's too late, or if you prefer to go to the shop yourself, then um, obviously you can't buy online. But buying online is a great idea. And at the moment, I think we're on that, that bit of a deadline now. If you do go online and have a look, it will usually tell you when they expect to deliver. But it is starting to cut it a little bit fine now. But anyway, if it's too late or you prefer to actually go to the shops in person, you've got your list. So now find out where 
are those things, are those stores all in one shopping center? Can you go to one shopping center or do you need to go to several? If you need to go to several, you can break that up into several trips and you can know exactly where you're going. So plan your shopping trip when you head to the shopping center. You know, yesterday when I went, I thought, right, where will I park the car? Shall I park the car at the beginning where I start walking or shall I go halfway in the car park so I can deposit some of my gifts into the car to unload myself halfway through my shopping? It's up to you. Bit silly. And really, at this time of year, it really depends on where you can actually find a car park. So don't forget where you park the car. That's a good one as well. Take a good look around so you know exactly where it is. So anyway, get there. And then remember, take time halfway through to really sit and enjoy a well-earned cup of coffee and check your list. Check to see where you're up to. Have you got sidetracked? How far are you going? I did this on Sunday and it was my second Christmas shopping day and it worked like a treat and I completely finished. So I don't want to brag because I really do understand what it's like to not be organized for Christmas. But I'm hoping that that helps you with your Christmas shopping. Because to me, Christmas is about giving. And I really love the joy of seeing the delighted faces of those people that I give gifts to. I like to be able to see that they enjoy what they're receiving. I love to give the gifts to the children. That's so delightful. And there's lots of squeals of joy and laughter and everything like that. And But it's really also lovely to touch the heart of somebody who is older and you've really taken the time to think about what you're giving them. I don't think it's necessarily to do with the price tag. I think it's something to do, a lot more to do, not something, but a lot more to do with the actual thought that goes into the gift giving. And, you know, in the past, when um, funds have been tight, um, then even just thinking about what a person loves to eat, um, even giving them um, a bag of their favorite cookies or something like that. I've done some baking and, and things like that for people. And that has also been well received because it's been well thought out and it's a favorite of theirs. So they've really loved what they've been given. So I'm hoping that helps you to calm down a little bit. Forget the checklist that we see on the uh, online because, gosh, we're all way behind where we should be. I haven't even thought about the cleaning yet and I haven't even thought about the food, but at least the shopping's done. So hopefully that will help you on your journey to a very successful Christmas. Remember those Christmas budgets and don't feel pressured into spending too much because really the bottom line is you do not want to end up with a Christmas credit card and be in a mess by the time the Christmas is over. So until next time, I hope I've helped you. If you do have any questions or concerns or even any comments, please feel free to write to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. I'd love to receive your emails. Always love reading those. And I hope you enjoy your shopping days and use those 19 sleeps wisely. Chance, I'm not the